welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Not So Together Mum because I'm not so together and I'm cool with it. Joining me is my co-host Jane Hillsden. You can find her on Instagram at Jane Hillsden, or you can find us both at Miss Bossy Boots Podcast. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Stacey. And how are you this morning? Um, I am well. Henry has an ear infection, his sixth ear infection in five months. Wow. So poor little thing. He, um, we are being shipped off to, to an ENT specialist to check oh, out goodness. With, his, with his ears. But other is, than that, it, I'm okay. Is, is that like um, when they put grommets or something like that in the ear? Is that what happens when you grommets have reoccurring? Yes, grommets is a word that was mentioned to me at the doctor's yesterday and scared the living daylights out of me. So anyone that can give me some insight on what that is would be great. <laughs> Because, of course, you can't get into the specialist until, like, for four months. No, that's right. So just deal with it. Deal with it until then. Yeah. 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 You're one. Yeah. Deal with it. Little (laughs) precious one-year-old. Yeah. So we had a nice um, Henry and Mummy day yesterday together, which was kind of cute. Were you able to let your work day, because yesterday was obviously a Thursday, you hadn't obviously planned to have that day, are you able to just kind of go, do you know what, I've just got to run with this, let this go and be there for Henry? Or do you sit there going, I'm trying to be there for you, but um, oh gosh, I'm not getting this done. And oh my God, there's that email from that person. Um, I don't really have a choice because it, like, it's, it's all on me. If I said to Heath, I'm, I'm going to work, you're having Henry, yeah, he'd have a total conniption. I'm getting better at when the kids are sick, just being able to go, whew, like woosa, nothing's yeah. going to get done. Deal yeah. with it. So nothing's you do let it done. go. Yeah, I do let it go to a set. Like so, ninety five percent of me is letting it go. That's and 5% good. Ninety five percent. Yeah, that's pretty good though. This thing. Yeah, no, I think that's admirable. Yes, and you've got like that. I mean, you've got to. There's nothing else that you can do in that situation no but it's just the pent-up angst that I feel as I'm sitting there and yeah. I'm not you know like I was just telling you how I, I had to take Fleur to the doctor and um and it was two hours out of my but the whole time like my mind just was not there I was just thinking about like I was trying to get things done in my head yeah. you know <laughs> like yeah. okay I'm not physically getting them done but if I just get them done in my head maybe that will put me a <laughs> back ahead yeah. <laughs> and I'll regain my two hours. And it's and I was catching myself the whole time going, Jane, just let it go. Just be present for a couple yeah. of hours. This is well, an opportunity to sit here and chat with, you know, your daughter. Yep, yep. And there's all that because then there's the guilt if you don't do that. So I did kind of try and think about it as, you know, Henry and I very, very rarely have time, just the two of us. We used to when he was a newborn, but um, we don't now because the kids go yep. to care on the same days. Um, so if they're, you know, if they're, if they're at care, they're all there. And if they're not, then they're all. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we don't get to spend a lot of time, just him and I. So that's what we did. So it was nice. Yeah. Yes. It was nice. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. But we're going to talk about favorite things. Mm. Ear infections is not one of my favorite things. No. Um, no. For the week. So what's your favorite thing this week, Jane? 
Okay, my favourite thing is um, actually a, a, a previous guest on the podcast, Simon Bank from Web Studio. Shout out to you, Simon. Hey, Simon. Um, and, you know, just to, to reiterate, this is not a sponsored section, but I'm genuinely <laughs> shouting out to, to Simon because do you know what he did? He listened to episode 70-something, um, 71. He's probably got all the details. Um, and he heard me mention how to do marketing.com.au. So being the diligent fellow that he is, he went and checked how, um, how to do marketing.com.au and realised that that, that website doesn't exist. I've of course oh. purchased. <laughs> I've of course purchased the domain name, so I've got that. But I don't actually have a website that if someone types that in, someone would land on it. Yeah, I've got the I've got the listing of the book on my website. So he gave me a little email and said, "Would you like me just to quickly redirect? I can see that you've got that domain name. Would you like me just to redirect that to your current, you know, Dragonfly Marketing website and and hook it up so it goes straight to the page where you detail the book? You know, easy. It's an easy thing to do. How sweet! You know, I said, Simon, I didn't even realise that I had given that how to do marketing I had no idea I'd even mentioned it. Yeah. So thank you for being diligent and following up on that. And now he's redirected it all. And uh, so if someone types it in after listening to the episode, they'll they'll actually get somewhere. That is so good. What a sweetie! Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. What about um, you? What's what's your favourite thing? Um. My favourite thing at the moment is, oh, is it? It's it's going to sound it's going to sound just because uh, I'm going to talk about the flamingo challenge. Oh, this, good. Just the thought of so I've been flamingo challenging a lot, not because I actually have the time to do it, but instead <laughs> because I know that our community is holding us accountable. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm glad you're doing it, taking it for the team. Well, I am posting stuff on the Miss Bossy Boots um, Instagram story and just so you know, listeners, that's not Jane. No. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> no, it is not. I think I've had like two flamingo sessions in about six weeks. Well, I've been having a lot more and I just wanted to talk about that in terms of my favourite thing because it's given me just, I'm just pausing a lot more. I'm taking a Good. breath a lot more. I'm not necessarily doing it every day. Mm. But it has made a big difference over the last couple of weeks. Wow! In, in terms of my mental state, so I used to hold on to a lot of um, angst and mm. um, resentment because I wasn't having time for myself. Rah rah rah! And okay, now that I'm consciously making time for myself, um, I'm feeling a lot better. I had a nap yesterday. Wow! I know. Wow! Isn't that nuts. Yes. Yeah. Well, I put but, Hen I put Henry down, and he was having a sleep, and I thought, okay, now's now's the time I can go upstairs and I can tick some things off my to do list, and I can clean the kitchen, and I can and I can and I can, or I could have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I had a nap, and I That's felt great. Right. And I'm like bragging about it to everybody that I see. Like, did you know I had a nap yesterday? <laughs> So I'm just, I want to encourage everybody and, you know, the to-do list was still there and so I did, you know, a little bit more of my things on my to-do list last night, which I normally try not to do it at night, but I just, you know. But you had a sacrifice. nap. You had, had a nap. nap. So you were refreshed. Done. I yeah. was. I yes. was. So I just yes. want to 
encourage if there's something on your to-do list like a nap that is just you like so luxurious and, and a little bit sinful that you go I couldn't possibly do that do on it on a weekday on a yes. weekday do yes. it yes that's wild and crazy wild. I know <laughs> it's wild I'm wild <laughs> I love it. Well, that's good. That okay, you've put it back on my agenda, sort of. Yes, I'll get to Come it. On, I will Jane. get to it at, at at some point. Do you know I haven't actually been home um, on a weekend for about five weeks now. You have and been I traveling a lot. Have been traveling a lot, and it's and it's for it has been for work, but it's also been you know away. Um, with family and um, away with sports and this weekend it's Sean Mendes. Um, so there's, it, which is not for me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I really only know one or two of his songs. But, um, yeah, like it, I, I think that throws me, like any potential flamingo time for me is on the weekend and I sit in my chairs that I purchased from Ikea. Um <laughs> specifically for the flamingo challenge and just sit there in the sun and that was my kind of carved out flamingo time but because I haven't been here I haven't been able to do it but I think um I think I'm home next weekend I think maybe not I can't remember anyway whatever I'll get there yeah (laughs) so what are we talking about today tell us about this book that you have read Today we're talking about Baby, You're Remarkable, the third book from Lorraine Murphy. And full disclosure, I follow Lorraine on Instagram and I thought this book is going to be, I'm not going to like this book at all. And I actually told a few people that when I I was like, I bought it and I'm going to hate it. (laughs) Why did you think you were going to hate it or not like it? Um, Because... I see Lorraine doing lots of fabulous things um, with her life because she shares a lot on her Insta story and a lot of her fabulous life stuff takes a lot of extra help, a lot of extra pair of hands um, because her and Wade don't have family um, where they're living and so they, they often employ a lot of people to help them. And for me, I thought, well, that's unrealistic for me um, having that much support and those many hands on deck and so I thought it was kind of going to be going to be a book that said um have a baby it's great and then just have a full-time nanny and you can do whatever you want and you'll be fine and I I thought oh rubbish you know what about (laughs) us that are in the trenches um that don't have access to that kind of resource yeah that are just trying to get through every day I'm not going to relate to this at all so full disclosure and my apologies Lorraine because I um I totally didn't expect the book to be so fantastic and it was. I really, really enjoyed it. There was so there was so much in this that felt like Lorraine had jumped inside my brain and, you know, just taken all of my thoughts and put them down on paper. Okay. So I wanted to focus on a section that um, – uh, two different sections that Lorraine was super candid in and – and it's stuff that you and I have spoken about before, Jane, but um, I want to talk about the mental load, which she just does a whole chapter on the mental load um, in terms of how much she takes on um, in terms of her relationship with Wade and how men just don't even really think about it. Um, I'm going to read you a section. This is from Baby, You're Remarkable by Lorraine Murphy. 
When I talk to Wade about the mental load, he really does not understand what I'm talking about. He cannot conjure up a picture of himself of how exhausting it can be to become project managing to project manage the show alone most of the time. He's never experienced it until recently. As I've mentioned, when I ran my retreat in Bali, Lexi stayed home with Wade and that was the longest he'd had Lexi solo um, for the, up until then was for two nights over a weekend when I flew to the Barossa Valley for a speaking gig. So 10 days was a pretty big deal for all of us. I was apprehensive about going away, about leaving Lexi for such a long stretch of time and also worried if Wade would be able to cope. Very realistic, mm. right? Mm. There's a big difference between having her solo for the weekend and having him having her for 10 days when all of his work, exercise and other commitments would need to fit around the daycare pickups, drop-offs and the nanny's hours. Yeah. All, all up, it was a really worthwhile for ex, um, experience for all three of us. Wade said, looking back, I can't believe I stressed as much as I did for those 10 days. Nothing was hard. It was just constant. Being on my yeah. own gave me a massive appreciation for the efforts of single parents and for how tough Lorraine must have found it on the Gold Coast. Those 10 days showed me the value of staying in the game with a whole week of Lexi's routine so I'd be able to handle it any other time without detailed instructions. So she yeah. goes on to talk about um, the way that we take on the mental load because we like to be experts. We take yeah. it on because we like to be perfectionists. We think that nobody can do, you know, the daycare lunches or, yes. you know, fill in the permission slip the way that, that we can. <laughs> we do it. It's true though, right? Like I'll, I'll do it because then I'll, I'll do it and I'll know it's done and I'll know it's done properly. And yes. Um, yeah. She talks about how we often get really guilty about you know the time that we spend away so that any time that we have you know doing family stuff we we want to take responsibility of it to try and take some of that guilt that mum guilt away yes and, gosh and, that's true yeah, yeah. and she, there's a whole other there's a whole chapter on mum guilt which is also really awesome and if I had the time I would read you that too but um what I thought the book would be would be just outlining these things and going, yeah, they're there. But each chapter, whether it's mum guilt or um, this mental load or, or, or any of the sections, then the, the end of the chapter is always what we can do about it. And this for me was just like, oh, so there is something I can do about it other than just bitch and moan because <laughs> that's been my go-to. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like even I was just talking just then about, you know, Henry's sick and so I have to have the day off yeah. um, because it's not even a consideration for Heath. And so what do I do about that? I complain yeah. <laughs> and, and then not really anything else really. And, you know, that weighs into the three things that I just said. I, you know, I have the day off because I think I can do it better. I have the yes. day off because I will have mum guilt if I don't. If you don't. Yeah. And I have the day off because, of course, I'm the person that has to take him to the doctor because I'm suddenly the expert in all things toddler yeah. health. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then she goes on to talk about what we can do about it. And she's got some great um, tools that I thought would be really helpful for Miss Bossy Boots listeners because it's not... These are some things that are really obvious, but when the, she's written them down, I've gone, yes, well, actually, that is something that can that can really help. So the first thing yeah. she talks about is structured communication. So a lot of the, a lot of the resentment that I know that Heath and I have is when something goes, when something happens and then we haven't discussed it. Yeah. And so then you go, ah, oh. so like Fridays, for example, <laughs> we've got to finish this recording early. Yeah. It's early in the morning, 
because Heath has to be at work at seven o'clock because he's got um, a, a partner's breakfast. And that's most Fridays. But right. most Fridays, I don't remember that. Yes. And so at 6.45, when he rushes downstairs and reappears fully dressed to go to work, holding his briefcase, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> and storms out the door, I go, oh. So I guess <laughs> I've got to get the kids to school. And I've got to guess I've got to get myself organised. And it's like, yeah, duh. Like if we yeah. had had a conversation about it last night, I would have woken up going, right, well, I know that he's only here till then. And yes. I've got to get myself sorted. And um, yes. we just don't take the time to have those conversations. Yes. Um, now, I'm, we're, Kevin and I are obviously a little bit further down the track with our, our kids. They're a little bit older than, than yours. And what we have found was our, our weekdays have to be completely regimented in that. So we actually, and have had for, even though the kids are old enough now to kind of get up and get themselves ready and all of that, and, and you know, we can probably both go out and exercise at the same time in the morning. We have had a very, very regimented um, system where um, I'll have three days a week, one week, where it's my turn to exercise. And when it's my turn to exercise, I don't need to do school lunches and I don't need to walk the dog. Um, and then the next week, Kev will have three days um, to to do the same thing. So we alternate the three days per, per week. And then on the alternate weeks, we just have two days of exercise. Um, and so the person who doesn't, who's not exercising, is responsible for school lunches and for the dog. And then the other thing that we do is um, we have agreed, because we both work, obviously, um, full-time hours. So we have agreed that Kev is on mornings. So from Monday to Friday, Kev actually gets the kids to school. Um, and then it's my job to actually pick them up and get them to all of their, their after-school activities from, from Monday to Friday as well. Now, obviously, there are massive exceptions to this rule when I go out of town for work or when Kev goes out of town for work. Um, so, again, we've had to just, like, go to the diary and um, we will then book in. So if I go away for work, I'll book in. Jane in Sydney, I'll CC him on that diary, you know, mark it as not busy and private, <laughs> otherwise everyone in his work. And it's this whole system that works around that. Now, heaven forbid... If someone doesn't actually tell somebody else that they're going to be away or that they've got, you know, nighttime activities or like this morning I've got a board meeting, you know, if that hasn't been communicated, then yes, all hell can, can, can break loose. But yeah. I completely agree in terms of just you've got to put that system in place in front and that's fine because everyone knows exactly where they stand with that. Yeah. So the next thing she talks about is, is right along that alley in, in terms of... Um, planning meetings, having project planning yeah. meetings. So you going out of town for the amount of days that you've been out in the last little while, like on a little tour, mm. um, would be a whole project in itself. So, you know, and me going <laughs> to New York, a whole project. Yes. So how does the family, um, how Deal do we that. all have a discussion about what happens there um, yes. when somebody's away, like so for special for special stuff exactly like you said but yeah Heath and I will often not have that meeting like that actual sit down and make time to discuss it he'll just let me handle all the planning 
yeah. and then want to run day at a time. And that drives me insane because I'm yeah. like, no, I've done, like, I've, I want to be able to, just like I want to be able to cross something off my to-do list, Yes, I want to be able to kind of package it up and hand it over and then know that I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't want to be yes. thinking, okay, today's Wednesday. So Wednesday, what do we need to do? Yes. Yeah. And, that. and yeah. often yeah. I do travel internationally and so I'm on a different day. So yes. it's not realistic for me to be able to call home on yeah. a Wednesday morning and say, don't forget today's Wednesday and, you know, listen, it's got dancing. And and that's it. But even that mental load, you know, to actually for you to remember that. And this is something that I talk about with um, employees at, at, at work is, you know, when you get an employee that you can or a team member that you can actually offload a job to and then actually empty your mind of that because you trust that that person is now the um, guardian of that of that job you have actually physically handed the whole thing over not just the actual to do but the actual mental load that goes with that but when you've got a team member that you perhaps can't trust to autonomously run with a project you might let go physically of the project but emotionally you've still got that mental load in your head going has that been done where is that up to do I need to check that I'm not sure that I'm across that and I, and I think that's what you're talking about there in terms of the day. You know, yes, you might, you know, Kev might be looking after them for the day, but do I also need to be calling him to remind? Now, hats off to Kev, he's really good. And I think because we don't have any parents or family or anything in town, it literally is down to Kev and I to do this. So if one of us are not across it, one kid gets left, you know, at the soccer field <laughs> for hours on end. So we, we haven't been able about to... The mum guilt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we have had to really kind of get across that level of detail, but we've also had 14 years to, to get there. Yeah. <laughs> 14 years? 14, yeah. nearly 15. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Not shame. Um, <laughs> she also talks about clearly, um, clearly defining what your roles and responsibilities are, and she's got a great checklist that you can download on her website, LorraineMurphy.com, that has 102 tasks that are on it that are required to keep her house running and you can kind of you know manipulate it to make it for your house and then you like you say okay this is a you job and this is a me job and not necessarily you know that's a girl job and that's a boy job but this is what I'm going to do yeah this is what you're going to do so um one thing for us is is taking the rubbish out that's a he thing so when it doesn't happen he's not waiting for me to do it and I'm not waiting for him to do it. We're not kind of, you know, playing Russian roulette and waiting, having a standoff and waiting um, for somebody else to do it. He just knows that's his thing. And so on a Wednesday, I don't have to have the mental load of thinking about if the bins are out because that's his thing. Yeah. But I really only think we've done it with the bins. (laughs) Is there anything else? So out of this list of 102 things, I I downloaded it and I was like, right. Right. We need to have a discussion about that. But I found it, you know, super valuable to at least even run through on my head. So we'll be filling, filling that out and I encourage you to do the same. She said um, playing to our superpowers is really important as well because there's some things that um, I'm really good at and there's mm. some things that Wade's really good at. And so we make sure that whatever on that list is something that we enjoy, that that, you know, kind of goes, falls into, into our tick box, that we make sure that we do. 
And Heath is so good at putting the bins out. I mean, he's just... He's just <laughs> and I bet you he enjoys it more than anything. Like it must just you know, be the highlight of his week. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, not so much. But like in Lorraine's, for Lorraine's example, she loves cooking and she, she lives for, if you follow her on Instagram, she's, you know... Yeah, always yeah, cooking up a always storm. Always cooking up a storm. Um, and so she, that's very much in her, in her wheelhouse. So Wade doesn't cook or have to think about what's for dinner or any of that. He just um, gets to come home and, and have the dinner cooked. But then, you know, he's got other things that are his responsibility. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that. And then the biggest one for me was accepting that having it done is better than having it perfected. And I may have talked oh, about yeah. this on, on the podcast before, but when I went to the Dance Life Conference in Atlantic City, a fabulous lady called Terry Mangiarati said, you need to, as a boss, get used to the idea that people will probably only do things 80% of what you would do them. Right. And that was so freeing for me because when I would delegate things, I would often expect them to come back at the 100% level of what I would do them. And yeah. that's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and so having that mind switch of, okay, no, 80% is actually okay because at least it's been done yeah. um, and getting it done is better than getting it perfected because it means that you didn't have to think about it. It's at least getting done and, and getting out there. It may not be the way that you do it or the person that's doing it may not have gone about it the same way that you did. Yeah. Um, but it's done and it's out there and um, yeah. 80% is often good enough. Um, yeah. So absolutely. You know, that's what Lorraine talks about as well. And it kind of reminded me of, of what Terry had said. And um, there are lots of things around the house that I would be totally happy if they were done at 80%. Oh, at least look, they're done. Absolutely. But the alternative is, is if you don't let some of that go, it will get done at 0% because there is, yeah. a, there is a physical point where you, you just can't do it. You know, if you take, if you don't let other people do some of those jobs, well, then they won't get done because there's actually only those 24 hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, it, you know, it's 0% or 80%. Yeah, exactly. And 80% is often good enough. So um, that's just one chapter of the many chapters that are part of Baby You're Remarkable. I'd highly recommend you get yourself a copy and have a read. It's a really easy read. She's very funny. It's um, really light. There's lots of great Australian references. Um, and I just really, I really got so much out of it. And so thanks to Lorraine and sorry that I doubted you. <laughs> well, good on you, Lorraine. I do, I do enjoy, Lorraine sends these fantastic um, love letters. Oh, I don't know, on a monthly basis, probably. I'm not sure. Um, but she, she will often share some of this insight um, and, and a lot of insight into what's going on to her business. But they're really, really honest accounts of you know where she's at both personally and um in business and they're just really refreshing you know again keeping it real we love people who keep it real for women in business absolutely <laughs> what <laughs> nothing i'm just waiting for you to do the wrap up <laughs> okay fine um i could talk about the book all day but it's called baby you're remarkable get yourself a copy thank you so much for listening to miss bossy boots you can find us on facebook we're at facebook.com slash miss bossy boots podcast and on instagram and on instagram at miss bossy boots podcast but where we'd really like to see you is in the miss bossy boots group so we've had some, some great conversations of late. Um, we've had some great problems solved. 
Um, we've got Louise Shuttleworth, who's always throwing in some fantastic audiobook recommendations. Thank you, Louise. Shout out to you. I downloaded Grit the other day and I made all the basketball girls that I was driving to Sydney listen to that. And I did notice that they had all popped their headphones in as response to, <laughs> to me doing that. So don't know how successful that was, but I've been enjoying it. So please jump in the group. We'd love to hear about you and we'd love to continue the conversation about what we talk about on the podcast with you all there. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 